0: But <laughs> welcome to Salt Lake.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that. You don't Always come out here
0: things. often, but I feel like you've been out here more <laughs> <laughs> the past two months yeah. than like the past two years.
1: Dude, yeah, I'm coming out here more often. I I love this place. Salt Lake is just. It's it's a it's a good vibe,
0: bro. Like, I will say house music is alive and well here. It
1: is thriving right now. It yeah, is, it's a place
0: to be for house. I would say. I, I wish I was a house artist.
1: You know, it's <laughs> fun. It's fun. I just something about making house beats. It's just, it's a good time to groove. The
0: oh yeah, no, I, I've been I've been dipping my toes into it lately, Um and a lot of it has to do with like like you're included in the reason too. Is April was loaded with house shows.
1: Okay, I remember that.
0: Because the same weekend, Jack Mormon played support for Black V-neck.
1: Yep, which is huge. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. That was on a Thursday, mm -hmm. and I think it was either Friday or Saturday... You came to town yep. because you were on the Defy Your Emotions show. Which was inc- incredible. That Thank was you. fun.
1: Thank you to them, all that. that yeah, Shadow Defiance. Fun,
0: so. And and Mixed Emotions.
1: Yep. That was Sh- a good time. Shout them
0: out because, yeah, no, that was a fun show. But that was all house. That was you know all what I'm saying? house, yeah. And then, like, your set was fun as hell. And then we pulled up because Gabby and I, we were, we were hanging out with a homie um, mm-hmm. before. And you pulled, no, we pulled up to the show, I think like 10 minutes before you went on.
1: That's perfect timing. It was perfect timing.
0: As soon as I got there, I said, What's up to you before you got on stage? Yep. Um, And then, boom, whipped out the camera and shot your set. You
1: know, shout out to Take Your Picks. I appreciate that.
0: No, that was fun, bro. And then to follow you was Nightclub with the Latina House.
1: Bro, that shit was fun. Nightclub is fun.
0: Nightclub was fun, yeah.
1: it's getting better, dude.
0: It's- yeah, and that that was fun. And then shit, I, oh, the weekend after I went in, there was another like co- collective type thing called Hive Artists. Okay. Or I think that's just what they called their lineup because as it, I, as far as I know, which I think I'm gonna have the manager mm-hmm. on the podcast soon, um, so he can talk more about it. But essentially, I think <laughs> it's a manager and his team of artists, his lineup of artists. But they put on a show called Hive Palooza. Hive Palooza. Okay. And then that was the following weekend. And that was basically all house techno type night. Oh that uh that was just like and I shot that whole event. So that was about five hours of it and I'm just like I'm I'm like getting drilled with house and techno and all that. And I'm just like, you know what?
1: This is fun. So you had your definitely fair share of house in April.
0: Um, yeah, like, a- April was filled with it. Yeah. I listened to way more house in April than I did dubstep. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> which is which is cool because I love how Salt Lake's bringing all this house artists, giving a chance for all these you know up and coming artists to yeah. get on the beat and everything like that.
0: Mm. Um, like there was this one dude uh, when Jack Mormon played for Black V neck yeah. when he played support. Um, I shot the opening set. Uh, for this dude named Apollo, and that was his first um, Sky Show. Okay, so it was cool to shoot that, that for him too. That is no, dope. but yeah, like bro, House is alive and well here,
1: thriving. I love
0: it. Um, it's. I wish I'm not gonna say dubstep isn't, mm-hmm. but it's way more like. I'll I'll put it this way. Almost, from my experience. Mm-hmm. It does not matter who's playing a therapy Thursday. Okay. More than likely, it's popping off.
1: That's true.
0: Energy Wednesdays are hit or miss. But, I mean, I will give it to a certain extent because it's a Wednesday. Okay, yeah. A lot of people work on Thursdays, mm-hmm. and then on Thursdays, a lot of people don't work on Fridays. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, give that the day of the week is better, but, like... I haven't seen Energy Wednesday shows pop off like the Therapy Thursday ones that I've been to. That is sick. So
1: and they're doing shows Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, sometimes Saturdays too. Yeah, just-
0: yeah, because I think they have their like their their selection or their roster of like weekend DJs. Yep. Um. So now Sky's always always going. You can almost guarantee like I mean, you want to dance, you can go to Sky.
1: Exactly. That's
0: There's true. also this other bar called Twist that has like. A nightclub like down um in their basement okay that nightclub is fun
1: damn okay underground Uh that is that
0: one's cool the only downside is a fucking like 20 dollar cover every time bro going out expensive
1: no i bet plus the drinks i don't know if you ever drink to that all that good stuff i mean shit adds up you know very fast at the end of the night before you know it's quick hundred two (laughs) hundred Uh, that is yeah just on
0: yourself <laughs> yeah that's true say <laughs> you say you buy one homie a drink or your girl a drink or a girl a drink like you buy two shots oh, oh $24 before a tip mm-hmm. before
1: oh yeah no I believe it
0: you know what I'm saying but yeah going out can be expensive so word of advice if you're ever going out in Salt Lake um, have fun for sure yeah. but also I, pre-game
1: that is a, a smart choice. Pre-game because
0: <laughs> yeah. Um that bill will add up fast. No, but thanks, thanks for joining me on the podcast, bro. I, I
1: appreciate that, honestly. It's it, good. It's always good to see you. Always yeah. good to be here, honestly. This is my first time in your home, so I, yeah. thank you for letting me come here.
0: Yeah, first time here, so yeah. I was like, fuck it. Like while you're here, let's bust one out. Let's get you on. Um but criminals, back with another episode, episode thirty-two. Yeah, no, I've been doing this shit for like, I think almost three years now or a little over three years. So the fact that I finally hit 30, like, gas. It
1: feels good. I yeah.
0: Think. Well, that's because I slowed down a bit because I was doing, when I first started it out, I started in February of 2020. Okay. COVID hit like a month and a half later. Yep. So everything got shut down. Just, um, my whole idea of this was to have people over and do this in person, right? Mm-hmm. Like my first show with um, my older brother and his wife now. hmm that was in person. Um, my second episode. Um shit, I don't even remember who it was. But I know I think that was Memora. That was also okay. in person. I think my third episode was with Cub Tunes. Okay. That one was in person. One. Yeah. Like they started out in person, but then um when COVID hit, I started doing shit over Zoom.
1: Okay. I do. And remember.
0: it was cool, but
1: the it's not.
0: Between- it's not what I wanted yeah. it to be. Yeah. I just did it for the time being, right? Um. So when everything started opening back up, and then also I moved to Salt Lake and started to get the corner oh. better, I'm just like, okay, it's time to do what okay. I wanted to do. So like, I'm finally starting to bust out episodes, and like that wall right up there the- behind you, I I take okay. a Polaroid with all of my it guests, is- or is at least tight. or at least when yeah. I started doing. The In person, yeah. mm-hmm. in this corner, I started taking uh the Polaroid Polaroids with that them. Is, so, we're gonna have to get one after this. Hell yeah, that is a good idea. But yeah, now finally, episode, yeah, I'm in the 30s. Last one, the last few have been popping, bro. Like at uh mile 32, yeah. Um, and then prosecute, that's right. And now, the boy Bearcat.
1: It is always good in- to be here.
0: Introduce yourself, man. Give a little um, background.
1: I am Bearcat, I am 26, um, come from Boise, Idaho. Um, a little bit about myself, I was actually, let's see, mostly raised in Twin Falls, so my parents owned a nightclub To when they came here first in the States, so I originally was not born here, I was born overseas in Albania, we came here around, I would say, 99, so still pretty early in my childhood. Years. You were young. So it was for like, almost three, so about okay. to be three when I first came here. Um, they opened up a, a nightclub, so, um. I don't know if you remember that 3D nightclub and then turned to Bumpin' Bernie's. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, yeah. Um,
1: they owned that for 10 years for 3D nightclub. For, yeah, for 10, 11 years. And then my brother took it over for two years for and Bernie's. And I was still pretty young, around 17, 18 during the time. So once I turned 18 years old, I could be a, a DJ, you know, a club DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom was always considering, was like, hey, you should make your own music, you know. I never, like thought about it because i was still going to these you know edm shows and all that stuff when mm. i was pretty young i would say 14 15 but yeah, yeah. i was still interested but i would never like oh i never thought that i could make that kind of music you yeah know? it's like but shortly after high school and everything i obtained obviously some cash you know how that goes i'll, I'll work and um got some money got the, necess- the necessities all that stuff and started making my own music you know but it it was pretty brutal in the beginning, but you know how it goes. It away. always is. Over the years, practice and practice. I thank the homies, uh, active especially, um, and it's very, very great to be with them. The um, boys. Alex um, let me join the group, I believe, in 2017 or 2018, I believe. Was it 2016? I don't know. It's been very long since I've joined the group. Uh, it's been Jose, Carlos, and um, Alex there, and I'm very grateful for the team and what we do and all that good stuff in Boise and all of Magic Valley there. But with the Bearcat Project, they kind of taught me how to make music, you know, because I was using a lot of samples in the beginning. Okay. It was like, uh, they broke it down to me like, hey, you shouldn't do this. You know, you should do it this other way, you know. Mm-hmm. So I started making my own sounds, started doing my own things. And essentially, that was the, probably the best thing they could have told me because over time, you know, I started to make my own thing. Yeah, Catered to me and all that good stuff, so... Fast forward to now, and I'm, you know, I'm making more more music, playing mm-hmm. more shows. Luckily, I'm grateful to know more people in different states, so I can play more shows in different states. Yeah, of course. So that's that's
0: always a plus. Yeah, because I think, um, was that Defy Your Emotion show
1: your second show in Salt Lake? That was my third show in Salt Lake. Okay, so nice. first one was the Moxie one. So we did Shout the out. B2B, and then the Equinova one at Sky. That was the first time in Sky, so that okay, was a yeah. very, very fun time. We played, like, almost three hours. Like two and a half it's hour real? set. Yeah, I'm serious. It was a pretty long time.
0: What? Because were you guys the only?
1: Yeah, it was just us, me, me and Jack, and then um, Equinova right after. So it was just yeah. So we played like a good two and a half hour, almost three hour set. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's so I'm long. I'm serious. So yeah, that that's was, so long. But it was it was great. You know, obviously playing no, this guy for the first time and all that. Yeah. Um, and so then, the the fire
0: motion show was your first solo set first because solo the other set. the yeah. other ones were B two B's with Jack Borman, yes, who was on the podcast earlier. If you haven't seen that episode go check it out and i'm very
1: grateful for jack because he did introduce me to the salt lake scene and all that good stuff with with Bearcat and all that good things yeah so
0: no that's fun but yeah i i met you guys around 2017 that is right around that time because i think you guys were collabing on a show with the Ahuka bar
1: okay yeah i remember that
0: and it was a new year show yeah and i was on the ticket and i think all of you guys were
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and i i remember alex played right after me okay and that was like the first my first introduction more or less to active, active. In the squad yeah and then after that i think um you guys booked me for a show at bro rip that that
1: oh shredder no m- not the shredder um, no, yeah, no, no. diamonds diamonds yeah diamonds yeah. bro oh.
0: that system was so crazy that diamonds
1: is goaded <laughs> yeah
0: i remember i brought it up on the podcast before but that's easy top five systems i've ever played on
1: for yes, no time. reason did they have a system
0: that crazy because it was a bar
1: it was a bar yeah it's was just it was yeah having that yeah no excited. it was incredible for what it was for you day wonders if you know what that venue was grateful for you diamonds went <laughs> crazy bro good times have been in there
0: yeah no, and then then I got booked, uh, opening or one of the opening slots for Dak Daniels. Okay. And that was in
1: 2019.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, in Boise. So I've played a few shows with and for Active. Hell so yeah. now now we go back, bro. That is true. So yeah, it's cool to have you on because you're the first. You're the first active member on here.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's first podcast ever, too, believe it or not. First, I'm grateful.
0: Shout out. First podcast it's ever. Like, that's fun. You no, know, because um, Active has done a few, right? Yep. Yeah. I think you've done one with, uh, don't tell me, don't tell me, AC.
1: Yes, AC. Delgado.
0: Um, Is that is that, have you done two episodes with them? Oh, no, we just did one. Just the one? Yeah, okay. Just the one. Okay, fire. That was a couple years ago, too.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, uh, Shout out Chop Culture. You know, like, <laughs> Chop Culture. That's OG,
0: too. <laughs> like, I feel like Idaho Red. This episode, I feel like will way more resonate with Idaho people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: they'll understand. Yeah,
0: because chop culture, AC, diamonds, shredder. You know what I'm saying? It's
1: good places, good times. Honestly, good memories.
0: It was fun because, like, over the years, we've been able to see like active grow into like what they're becoming. Right? That is true. Um, it but it was cool seeing them back then. Like, would you guys do your own flyers?
1: We did, yeah. Alex, that's what I'm Alex saying. Alex did all the work for that. All the yeah,
0: because so, like doing your own flyers, booking your own shit mm-hmm. for, but just for like local stuff at diamonds. Yes, we um, even booked
1: a crowd out too for, for diamonds and Xabor. Like yeah, diamonds, so, so you
0: did, huh? Yeah. No, my God, that's what I'm saying. Is like the underground. Like you guys were underground. That's crazy. In the underground. Jerome Idaho, You know what I'm saying? Proud, In Jerome. He even stayed
1: at my freaking parents' place. <laughs> Bro, he's crazy. cool as
0: fuck. Yeah, he's, he's cool, cool. He's, he's OG. Cool, I love it because um, sometimes I'll be watching his, his streams.
1: Okay.
0: Um, And he's still repping the OG active shirt. Not as
1: tight.
0: Same so with Artix.
1: Artix is always repping that
0: shirt yeah, too. Uh-huh. I always saw that. Shout out. No, it's cool. It's cool seeing that type of support from like international lacks. Exactly. Because... I mean it it's just a like representation of like who you guys are.
1: That is right. Yeah. And I appreciate that honestly. Yeah. It's, it's cool like- as
0: fuck. So, yeah, being able to like meet you guys at such a at such a like I don't know. I wouldn't say it was on the ground floor of active. Was it, it was early
1: stages It was it was like early, stages, early stages, but
0: it wasn't like at the very beginning because you guys had already been throwing shows. Okay. Like I think you were a few shows deep into diamonds already.
1: Okay. Did you ever play Pocatello? Idaho Falls? Yeah. I feel like you played in Pocatello. Yeah, I, no, no. no. Did I did a B three
0: B with Carl there and Cub yeah, Tunes.
1: Yeah. I remember that. I was like, wait, what did, you yeah. t- did we do something in there? That, uh-huh. was, that was tight. But oh that my yo yo, that was I remember that vividly. <laughs> yeah, no, because we all stayed at the Airbnb,
0: and who fucking was it? Was it was it Kev Dubs? He kept saying like, Ilbert give me a burger or <laughs> something like that, something like that? Is that ringing a bell? I, <laughs> or was it was Carl? I, I don't, don't know. know who it was, but I don't know. Kev Dubs was fucking saying some stupid ass shit. We had though.
1: like eighteen, seventeen people in that Airbnb. It was a fun time. There was bro. a lot. Was like, it was a good, but time. that
0: was fun. Cause like, I mean, that was just, that was just like, I, and I've always got this vibe from active and just what you guys have like done is that like you guys want to party or you guys want to throw a show. Mm -hmm. So you do, you know what I'm saying? It's like nothing, nothing about it seems like a money grab. Okay. Nothing seems like you're trying to like make money or make a bag or you're doing it because it's popular, Mm -hmm. you're doing it because you guys bring out the artists you like that you guys want to see live you bring them out instead of wait for um, them to come on tour or like Just have, wait for other people to get them. Like, you guys go out and bring the artists you want to listen
1: to. It's true. We try to cater to the people, too, as well. We try to see what they would like. Like, let's just say we would try to post. Be like, hey, who would you like as the next artist in this town? And they would obviously comment who would like. And we would try to cater to that as well. Mm -hmm. So we just try to... Overall, create a good atmosphere. Yeah. Whether it be house, techno, or rhythm, dubstep. Yeah. Whatever we're, th- whatever we're, th- we're throwing yeah. like, during that time.
0: Yeah, it's nice because you're not so oh, specific to, like, a genre.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But. And we'd be definitely experimenting with the house and techno, too. So it's, it's yeah. really been fun.
0: Because you, you guys have been throwing that Underground Rave series, huh? Yeah. That has just been just techno shows? Yeah, just techno shows. That's this cool.
1: It all started with uh, Speaker Honey. Speaker Honey and Kendall. So, yeah, uh, I remember that show. So that was very fun. Nice. Then, yeah, trying to bit, get more you know house artists on there nice
0: it's like it's, it's a fun nice. time well speaking of house artists your own journey bearcats journey that started in like 2017-18
1: i believe so yes 2017-18 i was a club dj before That's so cool. spinning top 40 tracks which is beyond fun but i want to step it up a notch yeah right? so
0: because i can picture being a being a top 40 dj I have big respect for them mm-hmm. because they're doing different genres. It's they have vocals to work with. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot more that goes into like a top forty DJ than yep. like dubstep oh, it's or true, just cause any EDM, really. Because like being top forty like is very specific, mm-hmm. and like I have respect for those DJs.
1: Mm-hmm. You gotta find select songs to cater to obviously the crowd. Yeah, exactly. You want to lose the crowd, lose the obviously the business and all that. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, that's where that came from, and then yeah, um, my first shows came from Active, which was you know, which was I was introduced to Active, and mm-hmm. uh, I started opening up for more DJs and all that with well, Active. And then what was time. your
0: biggest opening show that you're just like, okay, I'm doing
1: this? Where it was Cindin. So Cindin was a good okay, inspiration yeah. of mine. Cindin yeah. and AC Slater, and I I saw Cindin as you know, an AC Slater. I think of him as a legend, you know. And, I still couldn't hold it together when I saw him. I was like, damn, he's actually here, you know? And then it was another big breakthrough. Was um, was it before COVID? Where my remix got played at EDC. So that was a big humbling moment, too. Can so, I guess by
0: who? Cause uh, I'm pretty sure yeah, I know. Yeah, already know. It
1: was it AC Slater? No, it was Disco that who that played. It was like an art car. Okay. But, but, but I, d- hey, d- didn't AC Slater play one of your songs at all? He actually played two of my tracks oh. over. Yeah, I was like, which was crazy over time because like... It's crazy to think, cause you you look up to these guys, you know. It's oh like, yeah, and, you know and, their yeah, names. Yeah, no, yeah. them saying, just saying your name and just spinning your tune is just is just humbling enough. So I think that's where it's where it all comes from, you know. It's just like I want to get to that that moment that mm-hmm. you know, It just takes a little bit of time. Yeah.
0: It's, no, I I get that feeling. I got that feeling. I think earlier this year because there were some homies. Um, Sassari and Hoodoo, okay. and they're rhythm producers here in the Salt Lake City area, and they did a B two B at Sky. That was the first time they've done a couple, but the first time they did it, that was the first time I've ever heard my own music at Sky. Oh. and it was dope as fuck. And then like, and that that gave me that type of feeling because it wasn't. It wasn't an artist as big as like say AC Slater, mm-hmm. but hearing your music played out live by
1: another DJ on a big system too in front of a crowd—it's it's just tumbling. It's yeah, It gives you that like, it's like, damn, you're doing something good in this world. Uh, you know, it's like, it feels yeah. good. it's just—that's how I feel. It feels good to like, cater to the people. Mm. It's like them, you know, like dancing to it. Just feels like all that hard work behind, you know, behind closed doors that people yeah. don't see. It makes up for it.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because I think we mentioned a little bit about that um, on the Mile 32 podcast mm -hmm. where no one sees the amount of work you do. That's right. They only see the final product, right? The song. But they don't see those nights where you're like up to 2 a.m. trying to like EQ your fucking snare because like I can get this i can get this 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 snare it can work or um waking up at 6 a.m and then you're just like fuck it let's jump let's hop on the let's hop in the Mm dog so like not everyone sees that work behind closed doors oh
1: that's facts especially having a full-time job too with some and other things that they have in life it definitely gets tough yeah but it stacks up yeah we we do it though baby you know oh, yeah. we, we do it <laughs> yeah
0: like i have no problem losing over sleep or <laughs> losing sleep over music oh, 100% because it's fun bro like oh, i'm doing just... it because it's so much fun that's facts yeah.
1: i don't know what else i would do in this world if i didn't yeah. have you know like whatever i have now it's just but it's nice though
0: mm-hmm. cuz nice. like the way i look at my full time job is my full-time job, is my funding source for all of this. Exactly. Like, I don't mind working 40, 50 hours a week Mm -hmm. because I need to do that Mm -hmm. in order to do all of this. So, like, I don't, I, not in a while have I been at work and been like, I fucking hate this. I hate doing this. I hate it here. Like I don't know if I've ever actually had that mentality because, like, yeah, I'm working because tonight I'm gonna go home and work on music, right? Exactly. No.
1: Oh, when I have a bad day or anything like that, take your frustrations out on FL or you know, like take your NFL yeah Ableton. That's how I work it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> like go work it out with your dog. <laughs> yeah, for real, huh? Well, that's where I'm at. You're like, just making like,
0: music, just speaking to your dog. Like, <laughs>
1: that's funny.
0: Yeah, but um. I feel like you got a good amount of success, at least in my eyes, because like you've gotten multiple label releases. Has it been multiple?
1: Which I appreciate. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it has. Um, what's it called? Um, House of Hustle. It's an o- ofDM Bombass House, Cartel Collective, Brash Beats, Groovy Bone. Hold on, <laughs> I think that's it. That's I think there's a I think that's I think that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. That's it. You that's you it. named off what four, five, six, four
1: five. Yeah. That's so far. That's that's it. Right now, I'm working on some ones that are I I really want to like more like artist labels that they you know how they have their artist labels and all that good stuff like John Summits off the grid or
0: I'm fucking. Who 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 owns Nightbase is that A C Slater? A C
1: Slater owns yeah. Nightbase yeah, and like uh, Black V own owns uh, Retail Records now. Okay, So they cool. just created their own. Yeah, so no, these-
0: it is cool. Like having um, artists own labels or mm-hmm. be the head of labels because that also seems like they're doing it for the music.
1: It's true. It yeah. isn't
0: like some big like label head that's just like in it for the money. That's you it. know what I'm saying. Which is kind of essentially like what I tried doing with oh. Criminals Collective. That I'm going to relaunch at the end of the <laughs> year. But I, I'm, I want I want to get like multiple ducks lined up in yep. a row before it's a full relaunch. Um, so I'm lining shit up, but yo, it's coming.
1: Get all it's coming. But yeah, up.
0: like my whole idea with that is um, giving opportunity to underground artists. And help them get their music on, like, streamable platforms. Okay. Because, like, it's not hard to do it yourself, but it is a little, like, grander feeling when someone else wants your music. Oh, it's 100% true. And like I like I like giving that feeling out to people, mm-hmm. which is the which was the whole idea behind Grimmo's Collective. So
1: catering to the people, yeah, know, That's true.
0: Yeah, so that's coming. Keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! But yeah, I bro, I love your track cashing out.
1: Thank you, I do appreciate that. That was actually from a rough day at work too. So really, yeah, rough Did you, day you busted at work. out one night then? No, that was not all one night. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, that was a, that was a couple weeks, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes, though. That's how it goes, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think um, it's crazy because to give you, like, a certain idea of how long it takes to make a song. Oh, yeah. I, ca- I couldn't give you one mm-hmm. because there's been times where, like, I have a song, an unreleased song. Um, It's called Chaos.
1: Okay.
0: Um, That one I made in, in six hours. Okay. But th- there's been other songs where I'm just, like... Three months?
1: Three, yeah, a couple. You yeah, know what I'm saying? A hours in. Uh-huh. A couple days in. Yeah, no, that's how I feel. Mine, sometimes I don't feel so like comfortable with how it sounds, and I just go back to it. Sometimes forget about it. Two weeks go by, mm. and I'm in it now, and I'm just like, okay. Now you can get a fresh sense of mind of yeah. how it sounded, because you haven't heard it in a while. But
0: Yeah. It is nice being able to press pause on a project. Oh, yeah. Because like on that Chaos one, I worked on it for six hours, right? Oh. Start to finish. Um, When I... I so I worked on it. I exported it. I put it on. Listen, I I'd made it on a Sunday. Okay. I exported it, put it on SoundCloud, listened to it Monday at work. Realized the mix down was shit, just because I've been listening to it for so long the day before that I lost a sense of like depth when it came to mixing okay. because I got the layout and everything I got the sound design I got the layout I got drum pattern I got all that mm-hmm. but like the mixing side of it it just it, it wasn't clicking for it me wasn't the day just there yet but yeah so then I exported it all Monday I listened to it um clocked everything that I needed to Monday night went and fixed the mix down and track was done mm-hmm.
1: and that's all it takes to be honest uh-huh. like, literally just one clear-headed mind or one day that just yeah. to refresh Mm. the brain again
0: a A lot of it too is listening Um, I reference my own songs on at least three different platforms or not platforms uh, devices okay so I'll go my truck obviously monitors headphones are one yes right two is my truck Mm -hmm. and then three are my headphones at work okay because um, they're 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 earbuds Mm -hmm. and essentially the reason I listen to it on those because if my music does get played that's where it's gonna be played on. First. It's gonna be played like, in a car system. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be played in just in ear. Yep.
1: Earpods, like headphones. Nancy. Yeah,
0: exactly. Air like airpods, AirPods anything Bluetooth, just shit like that, That's right? True. On the um, phone or Yeah. So I make sure the song sounds good in all three of those. And then once I get that down, yeah, I'll I'll cross reference shit so when it comes to mixing, like I listen to it on everything oh. and then I clock it. Like there was this one specific specific song. Um, it's a dub play. I'm never gonna release it, but I play it live. Um, it's called Bouncy Flo- Bouncy Plate.
1: Okay.
0: Um, that song, I sounded good on my head monitors. Sounded good in my earbuds. I played it out of my phone speaker, and I heard this really harsh fucking like mid range. Mm-hmm. Like echo almost, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no, I need to fix that. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't for listening to it out of like my phone like this, yeah, I would have never heard it. But for some reason, out of my speakers, it really pushed that mid range. So then the next day, I opened up my wow. um my Daw yeah and heard it right away, and EQ'd it right away, and I'm just like, fix it up. it's crazy that like I didn't hear this across better systems. Like, then, I didn't hear it on my headphones or my my dynamic producing headphones. Uh, I is, didn't hear it on my Yamahas. I heard it on my f- iPhone
1: speaker. That is crazy, yeah, considering that.
0: No, yeah, crazy as fuck that, like, shut out my iPhone speaker.
1: Literally, like, it can pick up some good audio. Mm-hmm. Right? It, and that's yeah. crazy because you can record. I've heard uh, different producers record vocals off iPhone audio too. Really? So
0: I've like heard, through through their like voice recorder, yeah, voice, voice memo record. thing,
1: and then take okay. that recording and put it on whatever DA they're using, mm-hmm. and obviously post process it. Pros- yeah. process it. And yeah, I've heard a, quite a bit of house producers, even yeah, dubstep producers do that. And I guess the quality of the iPhone is better than people think it is. So. Damn. So if you're trying to record sounds and samples, that's the phone you to can go. You can use your phone. <laughs> yeah, use that's your cool.
0: phone. That's um, cool. Have you ever made your own tech house vocal samples?
1: So I have. There's nice! A, I have. So um, Can we use them? I can show you once I, I show them. <laughs> they're not the best, but after the post-processing and everything, it sounds, of course. Like, I think, a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, of course. A, you can definitely tell it's still me, but obviously a little deeper. And
0: oh, pitch okay, and all yeah. That good stuff. Maybe pitch a little down. Yeah,
1: but... It works overall.
0: I love pitching shit down five semitones.
1: Exactly, yeah. Just a couple pitches down and even up sometimes, yeah. If yeah, you I, want a female voice, uh-huh. just a couple pitches up. Yeah. I like that stretch pro feature that they did on FL. I don't know if you saw that. They did a little stretch pro feature. I'll have to show you, but it's, okay, cool. it's really cool how they did that. The They updated FL and all that good stuff, so they did a lot of cool
0: things. Do you have, what is it, FL20? Is that the latest one?
1: So FL20... Well, I think it's fl twenty one point something now Okay but Yeah I just Still kept it with the FL20 Did, I didn't update or anything
0: like that. Oh I see Yeah I'm the same way Ableton eleven's out But I'm still on 10 Yeah Cause um I don't know I feel like I could spend the extra money On 11 But I would rather Spend the extra That say that same money mm-hmm. I would rather spend it On more plugins
1: Exactly So If it caters to you And you're good at it There's yeah, no
0: other reason To change it Yeah 100% that Um I I am glad Cause I started out On Ableton 9 Okay I am glad I got Ableton 10 yeah that is tight because the biggest the biggest biggest thing was um, you were able to group tracks okay that is- and then cause like like the my drums I process a specific way um, so I group all of my drums together mm-hmm. and then I'll throw like a drum bus on the group channel
1: mm-hmm.
0: just to tie everything of my drums in right together sound yeah exactly yeah. but um but still in each individual track obviously mm-hmm. I'm processing them in a different way I'm not gonna process my kick the same way I would my snare
1: that's true
0: but the overall group I have like specific shit that I, like I do throw in so there.
1: I change to do
0: okay yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. so um I'm glad I did make that jump mm-hmm. but um did FL make a jump from like FL 12 to FL 20 yeah that's crazy that's did weird do that right? jump
1: but it is a little weird um but. I don't know why they did that. I don't know what they're doing back there. <laughs> but it is cool. I like their features that they did update, though. Nice. Definitely makes sense. But I did start on Ableton for like a month or two when I first first started producing, and I just couldn't I couldn't figure it out. Really? I just don't know. I still have, obviously, I still have the program and everything. Um, I just haven't gone back to it. I, I see. But I think better audio quality, hands down, is Ableton. I think so. You think? I think Ableton has better quality then
0: like NFL. like export quality type
1: I think so I feel like they really? do I just feel like they have better audio and just I don't know how what they're doing in there but it's just I think it's all all the quality I've heard all on Ableton it just sounds a little bit better than FL think so But I think you can do the same thing with FL but there's more there's more other ways to do things in FL than obviously Ableton Yeah yeah but,
0: definitely because I do know I think FL's stock plugins mm-hmm. and effects and all that are like they're trash you think they're trash i
1: think they're not good
0: damn I, oh i, I was gonna a- i was gonna say a- the I opposite think, yeah, i a- I, a- heard, I heard i heard that like like the stock effects and plugins are fire
1: Mm-mm.
0: um someone lied to me
1: well i mean if it caters to you I
0: was yeah like, 100 you know, percent. yeah like, true 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 but yeah
1: there's a lot of i would say hip-hop beats on there the stock beats so like yeah. more hip hop based cause
0: just okay cause if I'm right FL essentially started out as a producing doll okay and Ableton was a tool to play music live that's yes. why it's called Ableton Live okay um because essentially you know it's it's as easy as like that um um interface mm-hmm. That interface, you can plug in microphones and play and and sing through Ableton quick. Solid. Like very easily. Yeah, and instruments, guitars, bass, whatever it is. You can plug it into an interface and you can have a raw audio or you can throw effects on there mm-hmm. and play through the effects. And Essentially, like if I had a guitar and I wanted to throw an amp on it, I don't have to plug it into an amp. I can plug it straight into Ableton and throw an amp plugin okay. on the channel, damn, that and is get cool. that same effect.
1: Okay, yeah, because I saw all your different um your plugins in there, all that stuff, mm-hmm. all the different amps and all that good stuff. Yeah, that is cool. I didn't,
0: yeah, that that's what Ableton started out as, but then someone I guess figured out you can make tunes, y- make, <laughs> you can make make these. an export, yeah, actual recordings. like like laid down samples oh, okay. and a- and like. Make, when was it, Ableton make it a, created? Fuck if I know, bro. Um, was
1: was FL created before Ableton? I think so. Okay.
0: I think because th- FL, I think, has been a, 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 as far as I know, FL is OG. But I don't know. I didn't really start making music until 2017. Okay. But did you in high school? Nah, I, you probably didn't because. You said you didn't really get into like start making music until like twenty seventeen eighteen. Yeah, about maybe
1: after high school. Yeah,
0: I remember being in like f- my like my freshman year. I had a cracked version of FL on my home computer. Oh
1: hell yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was it was tough. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I had been going to shows. Nah, I don't know if it was my freshman year, but um, I started going to shows my freshman year, so like 20, 2012, and I think that's, that may have been when I was like, fuck it, I'm going to make music, so I got that, that, that torrent incredible.
1: of FL. Which was probably goaded during the time, I wanted to see the design of the FL you had, because yeah. I started with, yeah, 11. So, okay. a lot of people started with 10. I so think Apple that 10. was
0: FL8. Eight? eight?
1: Yeah, that's if insane. If I'm right. I don't know. Because overall design now, it's insane.
0: Structure. Yeah, it's crazy to yep. see how much like shit actually changes. That's
1: true. Over but,
0: 10. no, um, I n- I've never given FL the chance. Because when I was, when I bought Ableton, I was DJing for about four or five years. Okay. So i had gotten into my head that like obviously if i want to get a dj gig i have to produce music mm-hmm. i need something to offer right that like yeah this is the type of music i make so this is what my sets are gonna be like mm-hmm. right um so i started making music and i just saw that like these big names had ableton like um I, the specific one that i remember Was virtual riot like virtual riot was producing Alpha Ableton, and I'm just like, if it virtual riot is producing Alpha Ableton, why would I not get Ableton? So I just out of the blue bought Ableton 9 and uh just I've been on Ableton since. Like, I just I never I've never I haven't given any other DAW a chance, but um, that's not to say that like those aren't. Um, they can't do the job uh-huh. right or and I'm not saying like Ableton's superior because like there's a dude named Stains out of Florida mm-hmm. he produces at AFL.
1: okay,
0: and I love his fucking songs the
1: quality the audio uh,
0: just... yeah, his tracks are very fucking nice um but yeah i I sent it with Ableton, I've just been on Ableton since mm-hmm. I do have reason okay um reason. but I mainly got that for the effect plugin. Because you can all like I bought Reason and then you can use Reason as a doll or as a plug in.
1: That is right. I remember that. A lot mm-hmm. of a couple producers used Reason.
0: Forgot who, but Yeah. I know I know it's big in the rhythm scene because of Maelstrom. Okay. And Maelstrom is a stock grain table synthesizer in reason but you only get it with the full version
1: that's what i was about to say it's like you probably have to buy it
0: yeah you only get it with the full because my ass bought the intro and i'm just like where's maelstrom where's where's maelstrom <laughs> so yeah i fucked up um but on the bright side is i get all of the effects oh. from reason um their chorus flanger goes stupid it's so good i i use that plenty plenty of times hell yeah but um no, it ended up being worth it but actually Reason is on sale right now originally it's 500 it's on sale for 300 and since I already have Reason 11 intro Mm -hmm. it's only it's on sale for 240 okay you're just like (laughs) it's hard choices it's hard (laughs) but like I ended up a lot of the times like I'd be talking like these these ideas and shit with my girl Mm -hmm. um and she she doesn't really know what I'm talking about, but she can come and help me with like a logical standpoint. Because if I'm like, I can get Reason for 240, Um, but there's this other plugin, like the BB Tubes you showed me, yep. that was, that's 40, and then a Kick Tweak, that's 50, yep. and then Master this Dash. other one it's that's like, like 40. So it's like, yeah, I was like, I can get mouse room for 240, or you I can get like these three or four plugins for like one twenty. Mm-hmm. And she's like. Hey, we'll do, 120.
1: <laughs> do the do
0: the one <laughs> <I remember>. twenty. <laughs> You're getting more for it. And I'm just <laughs> like, like
1: oh.
0: fuck. Like, You're right. Um yeah, so a lot of times like it's just speaking out loud. Yeah. Um, she helps me out with like that. that because be my true. ass, like, why would I not get it? Uh, no, I it's over fifty percent off.
1: Just,
0: I should not? get reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, so oh, it is yeah. nice, but yeah, I've been dipping my toes in the house lately.
1: Hell yeah, and which is why we're here as well to, yeah. to create a banger. Yeah, <laughs> so hopefully I'm we excited. can we can
0: we can kick something out because few reasons you're in town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, um, Jack Mormon, yes sir, played because this is going to come out after he opened for Abstract. Yes sir, and that's one reason you're in town. Two. Um, you're here with family. Yeah. Because your parents are in town as well. Mm-hmm. And then three, while you're in town, fuck it, come over, we'll do a podcast and we'll make some we'll music. Make some music so hell yeah. And um, no, yeah, I definitely want to make some house. And I think I was telling you earlier off camera mm-hmm. was I am far away from releasing a solo house track. Mm-hmm. But I would like to get there
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like I like your house. And, like, we're, we're homies from, like, five, six years ago. So it's just like, yeah, let's make a song let's together. Let's make
1: some music. You Hell know what yeah. I'm And I'm down to you know, Crossbridge, you know. Because you know, I've been really wanting to collab lately. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a really good, I would say, a collab in person. So I'm really oh, down to, like, experiment. Sit
0: down and, and punch like, it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we actually have um, a few hours free today. Hell yeah. So, oh get yeah, and- let's get to it. Hell yeah. But it's before like, we get to that, game? do you have any upcoming shows? Any any upcoming like releases? Fun? Like releases, drops? Like Maybe any Fun? active shit you want to promote?
1: Let's see here right now. Get on my phone real quick, sorry. All good, you look shit up. I forget dates. The dates are the biggest thing, so I don't want to get the date wrong.
0: No, I feel that. So I'll the s-
1: next one will yeah. be my bad. You good. Um, the Utah Arts Festival, which I'm excited for. Uh, this will be a first. Um, uh, I'm actually paying on was it June 23rd, so I'm seven to eight. So that would be that'd be pretty cool.
0: That's yeah. um Library Square. Library Square. Yeah. Downtown, downtown Salt downtown. Lake. Um, I will be there. So no, come catch a bearcat set if you're in the Salt Lake area, June 23rd. Li- uh, Utah Arts Festival. Yeah. Library Square, seven to eight PM. Hell yeah! No, I'm excited for that one, dude. I'm very stoked for that, that one. one's gonna be fun. Oh
1: man! And then I'm also playing um, Connection Festival too. That's right. That is in up Idaho as well in Idaho. Yeah, that one. That one's. They're actually bringing out um, Omnom for a headliner on Thursday, so that's gonna be okay, exciting. Okay, bet. And I think Omnom has been here prior. Yeah, I think and, and Jack and, opened and up for him. I believe right? so. Yeah. Which is ability. crazy. <laughs> like I'm, Yeah, he's a goat. Um, Yeah, that's going to be really exciting. And that's so far. That's about it right nice. now.
0: Do you have any upcoming releases? Upcoming
1: releases, I do. I have one in June, I believe. I'm oh, Sorry, I got to look again.
0: Nah, you good, man. It's hard to remember this shit.
1: Yeah, just a couple dates, yeah.
0: But yeah, I'll definitely put a... I'll put links... Perfect. Um. To the tickets for your shows oh, in the yeah. description.
1: And then following that Utah Festival, I'm actually releasing um on future freaks. Um what's it called late night. So right as soon as I'm playing the uh the Utah Festival, that actually releases as well that day. So fire on Friday, June twenty third. 23rd. June twenty third, 23rd, so release that and a
0: show. Nice. So that
1: one's gonna be exciting too. And then so far I have other upcoming ones I just wanna make sure they're solid before i say anything okay now that's so, fair and yeah
0: <laughs> now you uh, you can tease it but you can't release some yep, okay. actual info <laughs> no that's cool no but no i want to thank you for coming on here bro The yeah, show was fun I
1: appreciate it always uh, always great seeing you always yeah for real was, always great vibing going to these shows with you yeah so like always treats me well i was
0: like <laughs> no nah, it's a good time no i know i know we love you here because shit house music bro that's
1: what brings us together that's facts, <laughs> bro,
0: <facts. laughs> now what um before we sign off if you have, do you have one like word of advice to any like say maybe you have maybe there's a producer out there that's like thinking about starting okay do you have any word of advice to
1: to if them you're, if you're just starting out right now i would just say um everyone's opinion you will see um even if it's friends or anything like that they're always going to be subjective music is subjective don't think uh, that your your town or your city is the only ears you have this world is literally your ears people just don't know that quite cuz you're just starting and you want to be obviously social media is a big aspect too yeah, you just see all your true. favorite artists and stuff like that going through it and you'll get there over time it just it just takes practice that's yeah. about it don't beat yourself up too much all those hurdles that sh- that'll you know that you can't cross over they're meant to be crossed over over time mm. and you'll see over time you'll get better and better and better oh yeah then once you're at a certain point you'll see like looking back on all that it was worth it
0: yeah just
1: don't beat yourself up and just keep doing what you're doing
0: yeah let just, just like keep me. doing it
1: yeah
0: hell yeah a couple things i've been preaching lately is one don't stop
1: don't stop exactly
0: and two uh there's no there's no timeline there's no there's no blueprint mm-hmm. so like this say people who have been two people who have been making music for like four years mm-hmm. they're gonna be at different points in their career oh percent just because there's no blueprint there's no there's no steps Yeah, like it's just luck of the draw so just don't stop keep making music keep grinding That's fire <laughs> no well thanks for coming on G and uh let's get to some music bro hell yeah hell yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm falling. If I can't have it all, I don't want nothing. Get no bags, I'm cashing now.